Hey, before we begin, I want to let you know of a sponsorship opportunity we have for you mission-driven companies out there. We are in search of values-aligned companies and organizations to support our message. If you like this podcast and the content we provide, here's your chance to publicly align with it. The financial support would go directly to covering the cost of producing this podcast, and sponsors would get a shout-out at the beginning and the end of an episode, as well as a couple of other perks. To learn more, you can email Alice Jasper at her email, alice at peoplefirsteconomy.org. In addition, if you reach out to sponsor this podcast before April 12th, we'll throw in two tickets to the People First Economy event with Ben and Jerry's on Monday, April 19th at 9 a.m. Anyways, thanks for listening and enjoy this month's episode. How are you? Hope you're doing well. I don't know about you, but I really, really, really like this intro music. This is Emmanuel Ibera, the Good for Michigan Impact Coordinator and host of the Good for Michigan podcast, coming to you from Little Space Studio in downtown Grand Rapids. Anyways, it's April now. It's been real nice having that sun around because it's been so gosh dang delicious. Since the last episode, we've been busy with our normal day-to-day stuff, but on top of that, we've been working on putting together a little something-something special for you later this month. To give some context, for those of you who might have missed this, two years ago we hosted Vincent Stanley, the director of philosophy at Patagonia, for a series of in-person speaker events around the state to talk about the philosophy behind their business practices. And last year, we would have planned something, but, you know, last year. But this year, we were able to convince Dave Rappaport from Ben & Jerry's into being our featured speaker for a virtual conversation taking place on Monday, April 19th at 9 a.m. As their global social mission officer, he is tasked with upholding the company's commitment to being a force for good as a certified B Corp through the day-to-day impacts of their operations and value chain using their influence to promote racial equity and participating in campaigns to activate social change. Dave is helping Ben & Jerry's create an economy that puts people first. And again, that event will be on Monday, April 19th at 9 a.m. People First Economy will also be hosting an interactive discussion event in the evening at 4 p.m. for those who attended the morning session. Be prepared to come and learn share your ideas, and network with values-aligned individuals. To sign up for the event, you can visit goodfor.org. Helping us facilitate that morning conversation will be Melinda Yasasi, Grand Rapids City Commissioner and President of The Source, a not-for-profit employee support organization designed to help employees keep their jobs, receive training to enhance their employment, and help employees move into better positions within or across companies. Melinda will be speaking with Rappaport on the 19th about, well, I'll just let her tell you about it. Melinda, welcome to the Good for Michigan podcast. Um, Thank you for taking the time to come on. Thanks. Happy to join you. So 
how is it going over there at the source? Can you fill us in with what you're currently working on over there? Sure. The source, you know, I've, I've been here for six years this month in April and, you know, certainly the pandemic, uh, all, a lot of our work was trying to help employers navigate things like unemployment for their employees, um, working with a variety of other nonprofit partners. We work pretty closely with like WimCat um, and just trying to figure out like, where do we create the most value for the businesses we work with? But we've been working on projects. Uh, probably the biggest one right now is working with Mercy Health, St. Mary's and West Michigan Works to provide this career development center. And so two years ago, it was an onsite career development center, which was a pretty big, uh, a pretty big deal to have space in the hospital to be working with their employees at, at uh, St. Mary's and also to be working with West Michigan Works to be bringing people inside the organization. Um, so that's been good. And also we're getting involved with um, trying to get some of these eviction prevention dollars out in our community. Mm -hmm. So working um, closely with um, the United Way, Continuum of Care, kind of in that housing space. And so that application opened last week. And so learning a lot more about um, those dollars and what we can do and how to just support people through this, this continuing pandemic. Yeah, I know the people who interact with your program are probably really thankful for it because it could be really confusing getting through all that information. I remember at the beginning, it was just a whole lot being thrown at you with unemployment or the PPE loans and everything. So work is much appreciated. I also wanted to thank you for leading the conversation with Ben and Jerry's. Can you tell us, what, what can you tell us about this upcoming event? Well, I can tell you that I'm really excited about the event. You know, I think Grand Rapids, we're kind of, we are this place where I think we meet uh, people, you know, prior to COVID at conferences, you know, other institutions bring people in. And so to have Dave Rapoport from Ben and Jerry's come in is, is very much in line, I think, with kind of the, the level of speakers and thought leaders that People First has brought forth. And so this is just like a continuation. But what I love about this event, it's really going to be, um, you know, learning, how can we learn about what Ben and Jerry's has done about how they approach their business? How do they put people first? How do they also use their immense like influence that they have as, you know, sort of, you know, I follow their Instagram account <laughs> quite a bit and they always have good things, like good memes, good stories on there, but using that immense sort of like social influence and understanding to really make sure that they're talking about important issues, not just inside their business or their supply chains, but like what's impacting their customers in the world. Um, they're very clear about their values. And so I think what, you know, people who tune in for this event on the 19th, will be able to be, I think, inspired, but also hopefully help to um, identify what is potentially a path they can take as they continue to put people first in their organizations. Yeah, so we know it's important for businesses to do this, but why? Why is it important for businesses to use their platforms you know, to address social inequities that affect our communities? Yeah, so I think that especially post pandemic, we are all sort of asking, what can we do differently? You know, um, our mayor in her state of the city and, and many of us have said this is like, we, we don't want to go back to normal. What is that new normal and how can we change that? How can our communities, how can we all be a part of that? And I think businesses are absolutely part of that, um, 
that mindset, right? Like, let's not go back to normal. Let's go back to safe and good for all. Let's go back to prosperous and supportive for all. Let's go back to opportunities that didn't exist for some people and, and making sure we call that out. So, you know, businesses, you know, we don't operate in these bubbles. They're part of community. And so to me, I think we've seen over the last probably you know, five to 10 years, people are definitely making decisions with their dollars. They're recognizing that there are segments of our um, economy, particularly in our black and brown economy, that, you know, we we have dollars to spend. How can we be part of that? How can we see ourselves in businesses? And we can see that when businesses are very much affirming of what they believe in. And so to be a member of community means to say, what am I doing right? And what do I bring to this space? But it's also to continue to question, you know, sort of our systems and what is not working. And it's very clear, uh, you know, and we talk about this a lot in Grand Rapids, like, you know, our housing systems, you know, our economics in terms of who has jobs, who doesn't, our, our educational outcomes. And so continuing to say, this idea of like conflict is not abuse. There's a book um, that's called <laughs> Conflict is Not Abuse that I'm reading, uh, recommended by a friend that I got at Books and Mortar, another uh, a great local bookstore. You don't know where that is. It's on Cherry. But I think that's part of, you know, why should they use it is because we need people with influence to be part of these conversations. And businesses typically do have that, that power and influence. And so they have this opportunity to create a culture that is more comfortable with conflict so that we can ensure that inclusive economy, right? So that we don't just do things in a performative way, but we do things in a systemic um, change way. What are you looking forward to the most for this conversation? Well, I think that when we have these conversations, it's kind of, you know, if it was before, we'd probably be meeting somewhere downtown. We'd be, yeah. you know, maybe having lunch or breakfast and it'd be like a whole morning or afternoon. And it'd be about not just listening, but connecting with individuals, yeah. you know, which I think we all miss. Um, the great thing about this conversation, again, I think is going to be hearing about the actions that Ben and Jerry's has taken. And so again, conversations are good. They're great. They're important to have, but we should be focused on the actions that we can take as individuals, right? And as businesses in the space of a people first economy. Um, you know, so sometimes we just need help getting started. Like where is the particular area that maybe was most important to Penn and Jerry's might not be to uh, you know, somebody who tunes in, but that idea and that action that Ben and Jerry's has done, maybe that can spark an action on their part. And so, you know, to me, I get the best ideas after I've read something that maybe is new or different to me after I've interacted with somebody I haven't talked in for a while when I change up. And I think, like I heard something the other day that you're supposed to look away from your screen for 20 uh, for 20 seconds every 20 minutes and look at something 20 feet away. And it's something so small, but I think even just tuning into something like this is like get your day started in a different way and get your mind in a different space and maybe you'll, you know, be inspired to do something a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, getting caught up in your day-to-day -day, it can get it's easy to overlook things. Yes, absolutely. Is there anything else you like to add? Well, I just, you know, we've talked so much about our economy, our recovery, being in this, you know, COVID, fighting COVID, fighting systemic racism, and fighting the economic recession that we faced. And obviously, a lot of people who weren't working or who maybe were underemployed, but I had the opportunity last, well, 2020, to be part of a group 
uh, that was organized and led by the right place. We worked with the Brookings Institute and the city of Grand Rapids was able to participate in what was called the Inclusive Learning Lab. The whole idea was that we needed to make investments, different and new investments and different partners to make sure that we have an inclusive economy. Um, we know that there are some people who had yet to recover from the Great Recession of 2008, 2009, when this COVID pandemic hit. Mm -hmm. And so we have to understand and continue to look at disaggregated data about how people are recovering, who's receiving investments, if we need to make different and targeted you know, programmatic efforts or dollars in a certain area. So that's what I loved about the lab. It kind of gave a different point of view. It looked at other cities that were doing similar things in their economy. But we know that areas like education and the way that we work, I mean, we're both, I'm at my job, you might be, you know, at the co-working space. And so like work and healthcare, all these, all these areas are going to get disrupted, but how do they get disrupted for good, I think is what we should focus on. And so continuing as, as leaders and organizations and business and community, we need to continue to name what those barriers are that could potentially threaten a, a more inclusive economy and a prosperous economy for all. So just something to think about. And, um, you know, I'm excited to see what kind of conversations Dave sparks and the ideas that he'll give us. And if you're not following their Instagram account, you should totally do that before the event. Yeah, it really, it really seems like we're approaching this whole recovery a whole lot differently from the 2008 recession. It's, there seems to be a lot more energy and intentionality in the way we're rebuilding and restructuring things. It's mm -hmm. really exciting. Absolutely. Yes. Let's hopefully, you know, build back better and different. And, um, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm really excited to, to join Dave and um, to potentially see all other members and people that turn in, tune in for this event. Yeah. Well, thank you for taking the time to jump on. Uh, we know you're busy doing some really important work, helping to support the West Michigan workforce. I'm excited to hear your conversation with Dave. Thanks, Emmanuel. I appreciate it. That was Melinda Yasasi, Grand Rapids City Commissioner and President of The Source, who will be moderating the conversation with Dave Rappaport on Monday, April 19th at 9 a.m. Once more, to sign up for the event, you can visit goodfor.org. One last thing. Next month, we'll be hosting our annual Good for Michigan Awards, where we'll be recognizing and celebrating certain Good for Michigan businesses who excel in certain impact areas. This event will be taking place sometime towards the end of the month, so keep your eyes peeled for any announcements. Thank you for listening to this month's episode of the Good for Michigan podcast. I wish you well during this next month, and I hope to see you at the Ben & Jerry's event here in a few weeks. And remember, good biz matters, and to be a good ancestor. Doot, 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 doot. Beep, boop, beep, boop. Okay.